What's up, Weeboos, and welcome back to the Weeboo podcast. We are the Weebs out of office, and I have my co-host Pat with me. So today is going to be kind of an open episode because we, I guess, have a lot of things that we kind of just want to talk about on on tangents, and we couldn't come to a solid topic because of that. And yeah, but before we kind of get into these various topics that we just have in our heads and based off of whatever we watched during the weeks. Did you have a good week so far, Pat? And did you watch anything or anything notable? Not even anime related. It's totally fine too. Yeah, typical week. It's been busy, been tiring, trying to just, you know, get through the daily life, all the chores and whatnot and work. But, you know, always made time for some anime, watched a couple. I didn't get to watch as much as I liked, um, but I'm planning to catch up during the week, maybe during the evenings this week. So I did watch, uh, you know, the basics. I watched Slime. I watched Remake Our Life. I didn't watch the recent episode. I watched uh, Spirit Chronicles. Oh, you know, basically the couple of the three main ones that I've been watching on a weekly basis. I would say nothing really stuck out. Everything is just progressing. Um, just trying to like, I wouldn't say look, not look, looking forward to the end of the season, but I kind of am because some of these shows I think are just losing steam. And there was just a lot of, you know, when, a, when an episode is seems more filler like where it's there's not a lot of plot development or a lot it's just a kind of a skip that's kind of what i feel like is happening right now and it's it just doesn't feel substantial in a lot of these episodes almost like you know the the pacing wasn't done correctly and now that we're getting you know into these final weeks of the seasons a lot of these animes are like oh crap we need to hurry it up whatnot we gotta we gotta make sure we we tie it up at least somewhat because we're not getting renewed or we are getting renewed and and i hate that so when that happens, it almost makes you just want to drop it. But, you know, I'm so committed. It's like, all right, let's get through the season. You know, let's wrap it up. Let's finish it up. Let, let's we make our final ratings in a few weeks on this. What about you? Yeah, I totally agree. And we kind of have been saying this for a long time now with summer 2021. But it, it does feel weird because usually when a season is coming to an end, you're reaching like the last story arc. That's usually the most important or like the climax of the story or at least something to keep the audience engaged to keep them going to season two and we haven't really got that and that part of that reason is partially because one we stopped watching some of these shows right but i think out of all the shows in summer 2021 that are getting a sequel there's only like three that i could think of off the top of my head one is aquatope but it's not really a sequel it's just a 24 episode run and then two is the case study of Vanitas, which I want to watch now that I know that's going to continue in season two. And then three, I don't, I, I don't even remember what the third one was, honestly. But I guess it's like to your eternity, but that's already been going on for a while. But yeah, there aren't that many that are getting sequels to begin with. So it, it feels weird that some of these shows are just like being fillers. And it's kind of unfortunate that you don't watch Remake Our Life because... uh. I have quite a opinion on it or not an opinion, but I know I've been talking to you off the podcast about what my theories are for remake our life and what might happen. And we kind of talked about it on the podcast very briefly, but I feel like my, uh, my theories coming, coming to fruition. So I, I have some hope there in terms of how they're going to finish that one out, but. Okay. So they redeem themselves a bit. Is that, was that the general consensus on this recent episode? I don't know if they completely redeemed themselves yet, but there's a cliffhanger at the end of the episode that kind of hints at a redemption, possibly. And it's weird, though, because it's I think it's episode 11 that was the current week's episode, which makes it seem like there's only two episodes to wrap it up. So I don't know how they're going to wrap it up in those two, two episodes yet, but... We'll see how that plays out. I, I think that's what I'm looking forward to the most because it seems like they're going to redeem themselves. But anyways, uh, going back to kind of some of those things that I've, I've been watching. So I've been watching a lot of anime and a lot of TV this week. And that's just because work is slow right now for me. So I've had the opportunity to kind of just sit down and watch some stuff. And the couple of shows I've watched were so good that it's set like this unrealistic bar now 
for me when I'm watching shows, which is great because one, when I was watching summer 2021, I was telling you that I was taking like a massive long break and I just couldn't handle it. But then now like I'm kind of back in the swing of things. And then one of the shows I actually started watching was Cowboy Bebop because we did that episode and we talked about how Cowboy Bebop's Netflix adaptation is coming out. And I hadn't watched it fully. I watched like parts of episodes here and there and I started watching it and I'm on like episode 20 already. But this show, man, for a show made in like 1998, 1999, it's pretty good. And going back to the episode we were talking about Cowboy Bebop, you were saying like, oh, like you're concerned about how it's going to translate to live action. After watching it, I think I'm with you. I'm pretty concerned now because it's actually really good and it's 20 years plus from when the anime was actually released. Yeah, I mean, I haven't seen all of Cowboy Bebop, but it is, I just remember it being very good for when I did watch it. And I forget when I watched it. I didn't watch a lot of it. It was just kind of a few episodes, but it was quite a while ago. And I mean, for people to still talk about it to this day, I think it is pretty influential amongst the community. Yeah, I don't look at it like I'm watching, I don't know, Attack on Titan or something in the current age where all the animation is ridiculously amazing. Every single action scene is is just executed to a T. You know how MAPPA does it. But for a show that's done in 1998, 1999, the back end of the 90s, this show has aged really well. And there's just aspects of the show that's really charming or like i don't know it's just very nice and very it's a very cool show to be to be quite frank and i i'm starting to get a little bit concerned because i as a watcher 20 plus year out is enjoying the show so it's gonna be interesting when the netflix adaptation comes out and i watch it if i don't enjoy it as much as i did the anime then there's quite a problem i think i was thinking about watching it and then i was like maybe i should take this opposite opinion and just watch the movie first you mean like the live action series yeah the live action series i guess we could do that right like from my perspective now i have the perspective where i watch the anime i'm just gonna compare and contrast right to the show but now you're just gonna go with a fresh mindset and you can watch the the live action series without watching the anime and then maybe you watch like a couple episodes of the anime later on and then see which one you like better. Yeah, maybe I'll try the opposite approach as you. Maybe I'll take that approach. We can discuss. We can see who likes it better. And I probably won't notice the plot holes because I won't have read I won't have seen the anime at least recently. So Yeah. It could be interesting to to do that approach. I mean, I, I'm sure it would be because I I feel like now that I watch the anime, I might have like messed up my expectations quite a bit because to be honest with you i went into watching the cowboy bebop series thinking like this show is like 22 years old there's no way i'm gonna enjoy it and that's the reason why i say that is because i watched some of these fighting scenes or like fighting highlights on youtube from some of the old shows that i've watched and namely something like bleach has just aged so poorly that i'm just like eh, this this kind of painful to watch right now so I went in with the expectation that Cowboy Bebop was just going to be painful to watch because it's so old. And I'm pretty much just like blown away by how good the quality is for a show that was done 20 years ago. So now I'm just like, ah, oh, crap. What if the live action is not this good? Because this, this show is actually pretty good. That's interesting that you say Bleach hasn't aged well because, you know, I actually watched a few episodes recently and I will agree some arcs didn't age well, but there are other arcs where I was like, you know, this isn't too bad. Like if Bleach was a shorter anime, I would have liked rewatching it. So what I watched on YouTube was the fight against Aizen. Is that a spoiler? I don't know if that's a spoiler. Is it? If you haven't watched Bleach by now, I don't I don't know if that's a spoiler. That, that just means you're not. I don't want to say you're not cultured, but where have you been? <laughs> well, I'm not going to say more than I guess what I just said, but I, I don't know if that's a spoiler. If it's it's just a it's a fighting scene to be to be quite frank. And then I've there's a highlight of it on YouTube and it's like 20 minutes long. And I was watching it and like 15 minutes of it is like straight up talking. The other 5 minutes of fighting is 
not the action of fighting, but like the cutscene after what would happen if you perform the action. So if you slice someone's head off, you will see the head off of the person and you'll see the sword like at its ending position. And there's like no real action. It's just the, it's like the transitions to the end of what would happen, if that makes sense. And I was just like, wait, this is kind of bad. Like I, I get no action in terms of, I don't see his movement in terms of like the follow through of him slicing someone's head off. That's true. But I, for some reason back in the day, right, it was a lot of anime was portrayed and maybe this, this means it didn't age well, but you know, it was like the whole, when you had a sword, it was like a quick draw type of thing where it's like, they really only show like the initial motion and then the end result. And like they completely skipped the entire swing motion of, of a sword or, or a fighting scene. No, yeah, I totally get that. But something like Naruto actually has like the fluid motion of the fighting scenes. But I would say Naruto's a bit of an older, I mean, it's not as old as Bleach. Is it not? I mean, like, I'm not even talking like Shippuden. I'm, think, I'm talking like the original Naruto. Like the Gara and like Rock Lee fight scenes from the, the Chunin exams. I mean, when did Naruto come out? It had to have come out maybe in the mid-2000s. I'm pretty sure it's before Bleach came out. I'm pretty sure. Okay, Naruto started airing in 2002. Bleach is 2004 to 2012. Wow, that is... Uh, wow, I did not know Bleach came out after Naruto. And it's done by the same same studio, I think. It's done by Studio Piero. That is correct. You are right. But for some reason, the Bleach fighting scenes just don't seem fluid to me. And it just feels really weird. I could see that. I think Bleach spent most of their effort on their Bankai or their power-up. That's where most of their art went, artwork went to, I think. Maybe they were just like, all right, well, when we're splitting up the budget for Bleach... We'll put 99% to the Bankai. You have to use the one other percent to depict the other fighting scenes before the Bankai. Yeah, it's like the easiest way to like have a, a have a cliffhanger. Like, Bankai, and end episode. That's kind of how Dragon Ball Z is too, right? No, it's, it's like, like a hybrid Dragon Ball Z, yeah. Except Dragon Ball Z is like a bunch of yelling instead. Yeah, exactly. And Dragon Ball Z, in my opinion, kind of didn't age well either because of that, but... Maybe like back in the back in the day when I was watching, I didn't think I didn't really notice it or I didn't really like pick up on it being like low quality or anything. I didn't even compare it to Naruto. It just felt really natural to me. I was like, oh, it's a, this is a good fight scene. I enjoy Bleach's fight scenes. But now I look back at it, I'm just like, wait, what? But I don't know if that's just because like I've watched AOT, I've watched. The Sword Art Online's, you know, I, I mean, I throw some shade to Sword Art, but the animation in Sword Art and the fight scenes are actually pretty decent. And same thing with something like Fate, Fate series and also like Demon Slayer. The action scenes are so refined now and some of it kind of overlaps with Bleach because Bleach uses like the whole sword aspect. So like something like Demon Slayer is a complete overlap, right? And it's just done really poorly compared to that i i would say it's just the you know difference in times difference in the art i think animation has come a long way especially in anime so i think the probably the ease of portraying fighting nowadays versus back in the day is very different and truthfully i think that's why mecha was probably so popular back in the early days is that you know with less animation you can you can kind of create really cool scenes because when a human action is, I think, I don't know, I don't draw, but I would think it takes a lot more intricacies than, than using a mecha, like a type of robot to do, to do the actions. That's probably true because human movement is probably a bit more fluid than robot movement. But at the same time, when I like going back to Cowboy Bebop, when I watch Cowboy Bebop, like I literally don't feel that like lack of the show is behind the times the action scenes aren't great like granted yes it's obviously not like a 2020 2021 animation scene but i don't feel that discrepancy as much as i do when i look back at some of like the dragon ball z fights and the bleach fights which feels really weird kind of going off your point on on the whole mecha situation because mecha was so big back in the 90s and early 2000s right and something like a show like Evangelion and Gundam were really, really popular. And Cowboy Bebop kind of has a similar theme where it's like space oriented at, at the same time. So it's 
kind of futuristic. And what I thought was really interesting with the show was they kind of blend like futuristic themes with present day themes. And what I mean by that is when you watch something like like a Marvel show, let's just say like Guardians of the Galaxy or something that's high tech like that, every single aspect of the show is like developed and like futuristic. Like the guns aren't just guns, it's like laser guns or the the computer systems are completely new and futuristic but cowboy bebop has like very futuristic space vibes but at the same time they only they still fight with just guns and knives and have very old school technology like their computer keyboards and pcs are just blocks so it's like kind of interesting how they blend the present day of the 90s technology with the futuristic themes it almost feels like they're trying to make a very relatable show to the audience but at the same time want to explore some new opportunities or some futuristic ideas kind of similar to how mecha does it yeah just that you can make robots seem a lot cooler and back in the day right like terminator i mean we're talking all, the, all that type of stuff i think it was it was just a popular time to like envision robots and who would have thought robots or AI would be where it is today, right? Especially 20 years ago. Um, so that's what's kind of interesting. And like you said, I think the human motion, I mean, to do it right back in the day, it not only required different style, but you. I think the background, the way kind of uh, scenes transitioned was is very different from how it is now. Nowadays, the graphics, it's like the quality is so much better that the background, I think, is actually less important as the uh, the effect of the motion itself and maybe the um, the intricacies of like the the powers and the moves versus I think back in the day a lot of it you know was more still framed and like you know I think that's why like you know spirit bombs in, in uh, Dragon Ball Z for example you're just holding up a giant ball of energy and like I think back to like Yu Yu Hakusho like a lot of these cool moves and like even kind of bleach it's more of like a pause motion I just really think that's why Mecha was so popular but it is a different different in time, and I do think that's why I always said Sword Art Online was really that transition point in anime for me when I realized there was so much more potential with, with the current art and maybe animation style. Um, but having said that, I know you brought up Evangelion, and I'm embarrassed to say I've actually never seen it. I've never watched it too. And I was going to get into that because I was when I was looking up Cowboy Bebop, and I was like, wait, I've, I've like, we have this podcast as anime fans. And I don't know. I don't, I don't think we're experts or anything. We're probably just fans, to be honest with you. But I try my best to, you know, provide opinions and thoughts on what I think about anime and like, you know, spread, spread the love really so that people can try out and find shows that they like. But there are these like cornerstone shows that I've never watched and I have just never really mentioned it on the podcast because I'm just like embarrassed to say I've never watched these shows. And yeah, Evangelion is one of them. And the thing with Evangelion is they actually just had a movie, right? And all the movies are actually out on Amazon Prime. So it's very easily, it's it's something that we could easily access. And same with Cowboy Bebop, it, it was on Funimation, Funimation. So it's very easy to access. And I was just like, wait, I've, I've literally not watched either of them and they're both probably considered some of the best anime to kind of kick kick off like the modern era of anime and also just spreading anime to the western world and also just having a very monumental impact on the anime community outside of something like studio uh ghibli so yeah are, are there any other shows that you've kind of just never watched and are like hey, maybe I should watch this because we we kind of have to like talk about all this anime now or like all these people are talking about this anime, Cough Cough AOT, and you're just like, oh, I haven't watched it. Maybe it was the fact that I was just younger, but I just feel pretty uncultured from the early 2000s. And that even kind of goes back to Bebop, right? Like, I think I've only seen one Matrix movie. And for some reason, I just have this like inkling that they're very similar, though I don't remember anything about either the Matrix or Bebop because I don't think I ever watched any of them and I haven't seen them definitely in the past decade. I don't know, maybe you've seen both and maybe you maybe I'm making a wrong conclusion out here. But yeah, like Bebop and Evangelion and then I just started watching um well I tried to just start watching Gurren Lagann 
Uh, I haven't seen that either, and that's really highly rated. Yeah, I mean, you haven't watched AOT either. Hey, that's Bro. in the newer area, but I'm I'm waiting on AOT. It's like how I waited with Game of Thrones. I didn't watch that till the last season. I, I caught up all at once and like ruined my month of my life. But I feel like I'm gonna do the same thing with AOT. You know, right when that right before that next season's out, I'm gonna binge it all. That way I can like watch that last season up to date. Yeah, so I was looking at basically the top fifty anime, right, on Mal. And obviously we have a whole episode on Mal and what I think is the problem with this like top 50 list. So if you want to listen to that, go check out that episode. But I was going down it. and I was like, wait, I haven't watched like half of these. Like, what am I doing? Like, why don't I watch all all these shows? Like granted, some of some of it's re- repetitive, right? So like there's like probably 10 Gintamas on this list, which is very repetitive. And then there's there's other shows that are kind of repetitive here and there. But there's other cornerstone anime that's just been established through time and we've touched on two with cowboy bebop and uh evangelion but there's like hajime no ippo i haven't watched hajime no ippo and everyone talks about hajime no ippo and then gintama which is highly rated by a lot of people i haven't watched all of it and to be fair it's a really long series right it's probably like 200 plus episodes or so so it's it's a huge investment and I've kind of mentioned that I've got into anime pretty late outside of the some of the mainstream stuff, which was like Naruto, Bleach, etc. But all these shows, I'm just like, should I have watched all these shows? Because I mean, we're talking about a lot of anime on this podcast. I don't know if I should be watching all these shows. And I, I slightly felt guilty. So I, that's why I started watching Cowboy Bebop. And then... On top of that, I was I was planning on watching Evangelion right after this because I'm just like, okay, I, I've, I'm in this mindset now where I'm kind of used or my eyes are kind of used to 1999, 1998 animation. This is my chance to watch Evangelion, at least from the start. Yeah, and like, like I think you brought up, you just brought up Gintama, right? I haven't seen Gintama either, so I don't even know why I'm calling myself a weeb because it's like I'm not cultured at all on, on, the, <laughs> early, on the main ones, right? The big ones. So... I don't know, but it was also hard to access anime back in the day. And truthfully, I didn't have internet until, like, fast internet until late middle school, maybe. So that was, like, 2008. (laughs) So I just really had no way to watch it until, you know, later on. And by that time, that was, like, right when Sword Art started coming out. And, you know, a lot of these other like more popular anime like fma um steins gate so i just never really went back but now that i'm getting older i'm like i should go and watch the classics one problem with anime though and i want to get your thoughts on this but the problem with anime is that it's and tv shows in general is that it's never ending every time you feel like you checked off everything on your anime list there's always something else new coming out to watch and that makes it harder, I think, in my opinion, to go back and watch some of these older shows because what we end up watching are the, the shows in the current season because that's what everyone's talking about. That's what social media displays, right? And that's what we're like, the Reddit discussions are held. Not many people talk back on some of these older shows from the 2000s, from the 90s as much, but do you get kind of lost in this cycle of anime watching where it's just like it just feels overwhelming to the point where there's just too much like there's too much new stuff coming out i need like a season or so to kind of step away don't watch anything new from the current season plus anything that was released in like the last year to go back and watch some of these classics yeah no i definitely feel that way like especially this season now that um you know we're hosting a podcast we're trying to watch as much as we can there's very little time actually and not not because i'm i'm like too busy but i mean i still want to play games and you know trying to just balance like you said anime you don't want to burn yourself out just watching anime 24 7 uh i mean i love watching anime but it is hard like after you watch like eight episodes of the current season i mean spread around like 10 different series to just say like oh i'm gonna go watch like i'll go start on this 100 episode uh series like gintama back in the day and that's what's tough like even darling in the franks like i started that this season i mean i'm working through it but i mean it's just something else that added to my plate you know to, to kind of finish in this current season and 
sometimes like you have those like guilty pleasures where rather than go rewatch something new you're just like i'm gonna go rewatch something that i know i like because i want to enjoy you know just like a rerun um just like how you might you might turn on the tv one day and you've already seen the movie you've already seen the episode but you're like oh i like this episode i'm just gonna watch it and you know when you before when you before you turn on that tv you're thinking probably oh i wonder what's on i don't i'm not you're not going into it with the mindset i'm gonna go watch a rerun a rerun of something but you know you turn on the tv comes up and you're just like if it's a good part you're like hey i'm i like this part i'm gonna I'm keep watching and the next thing you know you spend like an hour watching a rerun one area that i actually feel like it's not controversial but it i think there will be a s- split within the anime community is kind of understanding the rewatchability of shows and in the u.s right there's a lot of these shows that kind of are just always played in, on tv slash easy to rewatch or go, go stream it on some some platform the, some examples i could think of is like friends and the office like a lot of people just rewatch things rewatch episodes just because whenever they have free time and that's just how they fill the fill the, that like free time area but with anime do you ever have or like find it more of a struggle or more troublesome to find shows to rewatch because some of these shows and this kind of goes back to all the shonen discussion and all the various genre discussions we had but some of these shows kind of pull you in based on the cliffhangers that they leave you with and the problem with that i think is if the cliffhanger is the main reason why you're coming back to watch the show it loses some of the rewatchability of the show but I know for a fact you will rewatch like infinite sort of online episodes. What brings you back to like rewatch a show slash how do you even determine what to rewatch? Because some of these shows are, are in my opinion, are actually really hard to rewatch. No, I completely agree that it's it's difficult to rewatch a show. I would say actually the number one reason I'll go rewatch a show, and I think the same probably applies to you, is if they get renewed for a season later on. So like three or four years down the line, not just like in the current year. Where you're like, oh man, I don't really remember what happened in for season one. And then you go and rewatch season one so that you feel like you're still continuing on from the story without having that gap. That's probably the number one time I will rewatch um, an anime, especially something that I like. Uh, but other than that, it really depends on my mood. So if I'm looking for something, you know, short um, that I like, I will just kind of choose certain scenes of an anime i won't go and rewatch the whole thing uh i don't know if that's just a me thing but i'll go skip right to the climax of naruto or uh even bleach um dragon ball z yu hawk show i'll just play like one episode just to like because i'm just like thinking about it one day i'm like oh i remember that episode where uh trunks and and um goten like fused for the first time and the, the it'll be like the most random reason why i think of it like i'll see like someone reenacting it on youtube and i'm like i'm gonna go watch that episode but (laughs) other than that like i will rarely actually sit down and watch an entire thing over unless i'm waiting for the next season i'm like kind of split down the middle there's instances where i want to rewatch certain scenes from a show and there are instances that i've rewatched things because a new season is coming out and i I think the most recent thing I did that for was my teen romantic comedy. When the third season came out, I rewatched season one and two in its entirety. Like I didn't just skip parts. I actually rewatched the entire thing. And, but there's actually, and I've mentioned this like numerous times on this podcast already, but there's like shows I always go back to when I am in a certain mood. And I think this is why I actually prefer slice of life over Shonen because the thing with slice of life and like drama shows is that it is contingent on basically your feelings in a current state or like the feelings that the the show sets itself in but with shonen the main reason why i go back to watch shonen is like the cliffhangers the excitement that comes from each episode the i don't know it's just it's just really exhilarating to watch in my opinion and that's why i like to binge shonen like it if i feel this sense of excitement i'll i'll just keep watching episode after episode after episode but i don't have that excitement when i rewatch it so that i have a problem rewatching shonen shows more so than anything and that's why i watch like highlights and 
fight scenes. Like if I want to watch the Naruto Sasuke fight, or if I want to watch a scene from Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, I'll, I'll look it up on YouTube. I'll just watch that one scene. But when I'm in like a certain mood or flow, I have shows I actually watch in its like full entirety because I feel like you get the full experience of of the show especially slice of life shows when you watch it in its entirety like something like clan ad for example like if i just watch the climax of clan ad i can't just feel sad because i'd lose all the build-up that kind of leads to that moment so i have to watch the entire build-up no that 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 makes complete sense because i personally have only rewatched clan ad once and and that was for that exact reason there's too many episodes for me to rewatch the entire thing and to really feel invested, um, I would feel like I needed to watch the whole thing. But, like, for example, like, Anohana, which is only 11 episodes, I think, I rewatched it, I think, four times to the entirety because I'm just like, hey, I feel like making myself sad for some reason because I'm weird. And I'll be like, all right, time to play Anohana, which I know by episode 11, I'm going to be fucking feeling like I'm crawling, I mean, crying my eyes out. And I'm like, oh, it hurts, but it hurts so good. Yeah, I think the same thing with the uh, Rascal Dreams of Bunny Girl Senpai. Same thing applies where it's easy to rewatch. It's 13 episodes and Anohanda is like 11, like you said. So it's super easy to rewatch. And I think I did the same thing with Angel Beats a few times when I first started watching anime. Because at the time, like there wasn't much shows that were in like the Angel Beats category that could make you feel super sad all of a sudden. So I would watch Angel Beats and Anohana almost like over and over again. <laughs> whenever i just felt like feeling sad and it was just really easy to watch because they're both 12 episodes or so yeah it's really interesting actually now that we've talked about this do you think there's some benefit to having a good 12 episode anime versus like a 50 episode anime like do you think shorter animes have more rewatchability or more age they age better if they're done correctly or do you think it's actually the longer ones that really have more of an impact in terms of the long run. So ten, maybe 10 years from now, do you think Bunny Girl is still going to be something people are going to look back on and be like, hey, I'm going to go watch this? Or do you think it's going to be something more that has like a 50 episodes like um, like Clannad? I think it's pretty split, actually. And it just depends on how people approach anime, I think. Because I know some people that have rewatched really long shows. Like, for example, AOT, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. I know people that have watched both shows like multiple times and both shows aren't short. Like uh, granted, you know, if you watch AOT at the start of the, of the, I guess, series when only season one was out, then yeah, it's short. But like if you watch it now and rewatch it, it's pretty long show. And in my opinion or in, from my perspective, it's harder for me to do that. So I've tried numerous times to rewatch Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. And I've rewatched it, I think, twice in its entirety. But I can never get past, like, episode three or five now whenever I try to start to rewatch it. I don't know what it is. Like, I'll get, I'll turn it on. I'm like, oh, maybe I'll, like, rewatch Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood because I, I feel like I need, like, a good, good shonen. But once I start watching it, I'm just like, eh, I don't have the same feeling I originally did and that might be because the show climax and the ending of the show is is so far away that i just feel like there's this i don't know this mountain that i need to climb to get there so for me it's way easier to rewatch shows that are like 11 or 12 episodes and that's why for me some of my favorite shows are these like hidden gems that are like 12 episodes long and kind of going hand in hand with the point with me rewatching things based on like the feeling or the mood that the anime gives because if i'm just want to feel that type of way that the anime is trying to portray then i could do that in 12 episodes i don't need to do that over 75 you know what i mean so like that's why i, I rewatch those a lot more yeah no i i would definitely agree with that i mean i when i think back to all the 12 episode animes that i watch a lot yeah i will watch them just because they're shorter and i know the way they're gonna make me feel um, like White Album 2 and you know, Anohana, so on, so on. Versus if it's something like Naruto, I definitely know I, there's arcs that I do enjoy watching. Um, and I'll pick out a specific arc, uh, whether that's in Shippuden or even the original Naruto. And I guess with the whole shonen concept, like cliffhangers do lose some of their appeal when 
you watching them back to back for a second time. So I completely understand why you you would you would say that shonens have maybe less rewatchability and later on. It's more I think of a mood if and if certain shonens like hit you different, like they just have a place in your heart, then I think it's much easier to go back and maybe rewatch some of those scenes. But also like with Naruto, I think Naruto is compl- is a complete series technically. So it's much easier for people to say like, hey, I'm going to start this. Or I'm going to go rewatch it because they know there's an ending and, and, you know, there's a place in their heart versus like One Piece. One Piece seems like it's never going to end in my entire lifetime. I might I might die and Luffy still might not be the Pirate King. I don't know. So it's it's hard to go say I'm going to go rewatch One Piece from the beginning when the show's not even over yet. I mean, I don't even remember the early seasons of One Piece. But I've never actually gone back to rewatch One Piece, even though I love One Piece, because the show's still going on. So that's like a weird thing for me. But like, I'll go back and rewatch a bunch of shows that are not as good as One Piece just because they're complete. It's like Detective Conan. I don't know if people rewatched the original Detective Conan when the new season came out um, a couple years back. But there were a lot of people who watched it just because they're so invested in the series itself. Yeah. One Piece is like its own behemoth where it's just like if you go down that path, you're just stuck in that path for for maybe a year plus. One One Piece reminds me of like SpongeBob, like the never ending story of SpongeBob. It's just that. But the thing with One Piece is that it's actually like a string together storyline, right? Like SpongeBob is like episode to episode a different premise for the most part, at least. So it's easy to go back, just select a random episode and watch it. But when you just select a random episode on One Piece and you go back and watch it, you might just not even know what's going on. Yeah, you might get hit with a terrible filler uh, that just makes no sense to you and it's just super uninteresting. Yeah, and that's the same thing with Conan too, right? Because Conan, I mean, there is an overarching storyline, but for the most part or in a lot of instances, it's just one kind of case that's open for each episode and you could kind of follow that so if you select a random episode you can actually land on something that's just you know a one-off episode uh, one single storyline and can watch that one episode but and i think that's why conan's easier for some people to rewatch because if you just put it on tv then you could still kind of follow the story but yeah one piece is just its own behemoth by how large it really is one actually, one other area that I actually rewatch a lot, and I'm just gonna say this really quickly, is actually comedy shows, and or comedy anime specifically, because I it's easy, kind of specifically like Conan and SpongeBob, where I could just put on one episode, and this is where I'm just gonna name drop Psyche because I love Psyche so much, and if you haven't watched Psyche, everyone should go watch Psyche. But I literally just put on random Psyche episodes whenever I'm bored because it just makes my life so much more enjoyable to some degree it's just so funny that like i'll laugh so that's like the one show with anime and and also nichijo i do that sometimes too but those are like the only two shows in anime that i could do that with which is pretty unique actually so i mean psyche's really funny i think that was uh the funniest anime i'd seen in a long time i think the most recent one that i think about is like the way of the house husband which they've also made into a live adaptation. I don't know if you're aware of that. I actually watched two episodes of the drama, the live action drama, but I haven't watched it in its entirety. I have watched it with my girlfriend. And she was like, what the hell is this? And we were like, all right. <laughs> was the drama not as good as the anime? No, it's actually not bad, but it's like, it's too anime. You, you know, like how the way the house husband is, it's just so out there in, in a way that, if you kind of try to portray it in a live action, it's not as funny. I don't know. It's just, I think there's just some shows like Psyche. Like if you, there is a live action for Psyche, by the way. If you do that, it just doesn't translate well. Because it's just too anime, I think. Yeah, I mean, he's a psychic kid. And you can only portray psychic com- Psychic comedy is a very, it's a very interesting genre, I would say. Did you know The Way of the House Husband actually has a season two for fall 2021? Really? Um, yeah. Five, or another five episodes? <laughs> I think so. Or five, three, three episodes per, per episode? I think it's five. I'm not sure what the total number is. At. It doesn't seem like my anime list has the exact number of episodes too, but I, I would assume it's the same amount as the, the first part 
they just call it part two and they're releasing another set of episodes on netflix oh i'm probably gonna watch that i was i actually really enjoyed that anime it was very light-hearted it was one of the easiest shows to watch in my opinion i know i i was kind of critical on how they did the art and stuff but um and you could listen to that episode if you haven't listened to the episode of the podcast where we talk about the way of the house husband but at the same time like it was one of the easiest shows to watch kind of like psyche where i can just sit down and have a good time watching it yeah yeah definitely um light-hearted anime is a bunch a lot easier to watch but for me personally as much as i like watching it i don't think i'd ever sit down and rewatch a lighthearted anime and i love psyche like don't get me wrong it's probably one of my more favorite anime i've ever seen but i don't see myself sitting down and saying i'm gonna go rewatch psyche k i don't know why that is um but like if i had turned on the tv for example and it was playing i'd probably just watch the episode but I think the effort for me to go look it up and play it, I, for some reason, it's just that that little barrier would keep me from rewatching it. And it's it's weird to think that like the the barrier to rewatching anime could be something as simple as just clicking a few sites. But for me, like I have to have had like a trigger that makes me want to rewatch it. So I have a really bad habit, and I don't know if that's a bad habit, but I have a habit where if I'm alone and working alone. I have to have some kind of background noise at all times, no matter what. And it like bothers me if it's just dead silent, unless I'm like crazy pissed off at work or someone at work pissed me off like crazy. Then I just am cussing up a storm. So like it can be dead silent and that's fine. But when I'm typically working at home and since we're still in like a remote environment for the most part because COVID, I always have something playing in the background and Psyche is like that show that I could easily put on the background. And to be fair, it's not fair to you, obviously, because I, I can understand it without the subtitles and that's why it's playing in the background. So that's that's usually why I have like something like Psyche K playing in the background, because I don't need to pay attention too much to the show in order to fully understand and appreciate it. And I could just play it. And then if I want to glance over for five seconds and see a comical joke about coffee jelly, then I can do that. <laughs> yeah, it's also not really... I mean, it's tied together as a story, but it's not It's not one of those that you have to watch every episode super intensely to keep track of. And, like, that's just how TV is in general most of the time, right? And, like, for me, I have to think of, like, English TV, but, like, I, I can definitely do work while watching a TV show. It's not like... I, it's definitely, like, multitasking. But with anime, obviously, yeah, since I don't understand Japanese, I have to pay attention to read the subtitles and that's the difficulty um and that's why i like running to anime like on a treadmill i just put on the tv because i I can at least look up how do you even read anime subtitles while you're running i've actually done this with k-dramas and it's so painful you know i feel like with anime i read the subtitles really fast now because i've been watching it so long that I can just like read it really quickly and I focus more on the art itself and I really know what's happening. I don't I don't need to focus too much. And most shonens are the same, right? You don't really need to It's weird to think that I don't really need to read the subtitles too intensely to know what's going on in a shonen. Now, if it was slice of life, I think I'd have a lot more trouble. So like I tried running to um remake our life. It was really difficult actually. But I tried running to slime it was really easy because, well, maybe because I already know the manga and I just know what scene is is correlating to what, but it, I just didn't really need to read anything. I already knew what was happening. Wow. You have the entire slime manga memorized? It's only like three episodes or three chapters in front of the, of the anime. So it's almost like if you're reading the anime, you're basically caught up with, with the, uh, are you reading the manga? You're caught up with the anime. So slime is actually at this weird point where unless you've read the light novels, I guess it's the anime is going to progress faster than the manga. Yeah, it's not like super far ahead. So that that's interesting. I don't know if you're a big manga or a manga reader like I am, but does it bother you when anime kind of does the whole like they skip a lot of the manga to to try and catch up? Versus like just playing maybe a chapter per episode or like when I, what I think about is like Demon Slayer is a very well done anime to manga like pacing ratio. But 
there's a lot of anime producers and i don't know if it's just like they don't want to maybe wait a bit but they will like combine a bunch of chapters into one anime and then by the end of the season they're either past the anime or they're they're kind of like going on their own tangents like they're taking it they're kind of closing it out themselves rather than waiting for the actual writer to kind of write the manga and i hate when that happens but it's almost like some people some producers can't wait they just want to get it out there yeah it's funny that you actually bring this up because i actually want to talk about an anime that was getting a or that was getting an adaptation from a manga eventually and in the fall 2021 season because i was gonna just like completely try to sell you on it but i guess in general for the most part i don't read the manga first i read i watch the anime and i'll get introduced to it and then if i want to keep reading it i'll go read the manga and in most cases i get like too lazy and like stop reading but there's very few instances where i just like kept reading on something like a demon slayer i, I read to the end obviously and we've talked about it on the podcast already but there i know for a fact there are some shows that i watch on anime and i'm just like there's no way that this was what the manga was in terms of the pacing and the number one thing i could think about recently was a show called Horimiya, and i don't think you watched it but it's like a slice of life romance show and the pacing of like the 12 episode run that it got felt really rushed and the manga is rated so high and i was like one of the most hyped anime in like a really long time and i was just like there's no way this can be right because it feels like there's infinite holes in that 12 episode run and if this was the actual like exact thing that the manga was i I would be like shocked that this thing has gotten so much hype reviews so much positive feedback etc but i i'm sure it wasn't the case but there's a manga i'm reading right now called blue period i don't know if you heard of it but it is getting a anime adaptation in the fall 2021 season it's kind of this like blend of shonen and slice of life where the main character is from like high school and he's exposed to art and he's kind of this like high schooler who doesn't know what he wants to do with his life but like he sees this one of his senpai like create like uh painting and he's just like drawn and attracted to it and he's just like basically driven to start to learn how to draw and do every single different aspect of of art so like oil painting etc and you kind of follow his like like shonen journey from high school but it also follows what happens like in college and i'm really enjoying the manga because it kind of has both elements of a shonen where he's like you know he has big dreams he knows what he wants to do or like he has he's chasing his his goal of going to art university become becoming an artist professional artist and at the same time like he kind of faces a lot of problems like he feels like he started too late. He feels like he can't catch up to his peers. He feels like there's other geniuses around him that will kind of be him. And that, that feels like a more slice of life like problem to have. And I'm going to be really sad if they jack up this pacing of the anime. Because if they just like time skip from like high school to like 10 years out or something. And wherever the manga is 10 years out. I'm just going to be like, all right, I'm done with this because it's a great manga. And like, I'll, I'll just get really irritated. That's a fact. Yeah. And it really depends, I think, on the budget, right? I think some of them, some of these studios know it's going to be a hit and they can pace it really well. But every now and then it's not right. And then you end up with like the whole rushed ending. Yeah. Like you said, time skip and it, it just leaves a bad taste in everyone's mouth. There's a bunch of haters out there who are like, oh, this is why it was made into an anime. This is a terrible adaptation and so on and so on. So it's it's always tricky to adapt a, a manga, especially one that has a lot of hype. Yeah. And Blue Period on my anime list actually has a really high rating the manga does and i'm interested to see how they adapt it slash there's no way in hell that this is a like a one season run show unless it just completely flops like it gains no traction no no popularity but i i there's no way i see that happening if the if the manga is just highly regarded the way it is so you know 
we hope for the best but at the same time something like demon slayer right Se- season two or the second part i don't even know what it's even called now season two part one season two part three season one part three i don't know what it is but the next iteration of demon slayer is coming out and i just don't know how they're gonna pace demon slayer because if they keep at it with the current pace and they go by like the manga to anime direct adaptation where they don't skip anything etc this show is gonna go on for like 10 years it's gonna be like the next aot where it just goes on forever even though the manga's done so this is my prediction on on demon slayer i think we're gonna get a full season i think we're gonna get one i think we're gonna get two two more movies except i think the last movie is gonna be the last arc and it's gonna be split into two movies uh okay that's fair i could see that because of how popular the movies were i could see demon slayer turning into more of a movie show than an anime i could see that i could see the last arc being like a two-part movie but at the same time that's a lot to cover in two movies that last arc is long man it is but that would be crazy like i like the whole muzin arc is is gonna be insane like if it if they break it into an anime it's gonna take forever if they do it in a movie, man, they can... And I think on a revenue basis, they probably should have made more off the movie than the anime. So... What if what if they pull a fate and do a three-part movie? Ah, three, three movies... Three is always, like, too much. You know, like, you're just milking it for too long. I, I feel like there has to either be one more series run... Like, I could see this... Okay, so this next episode, like, run for Demon Slayer is, like, 25 episodes, right? I could see it going for 25 episodes and right after that being another movie to get more money. And then going another 25 episodes, then another movie. Or, like, another set of movies. So, like, two movies after that. Yeah, and that would push us at least into maybe 2025 by the time that last movie wraps up. But that's my guess. I would say Demon Slayer is probably going to complete around late 2024 or 2025. I have a question now that we're on on the movie topic. Have you seen the trailer or anything on the new Sword Art Online movie? I haven't. Should I be watching it? Should I? Is it? I think you'll find it interesting. I think you should watch it because it goes back to Aincrad. So it's. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's what it was about. You're right. Yeah, it's it's the story of Aincrad from Asuna's perspective and also covers some of like the floors that they never showed in the original story so it's just like another perspective of the original like part one of season one great great they must be listening to our podcast <laughs> but it was <laughs> it was actually one of the light novels the one of the light novels was this like way of storytelling where it was from asana's point of view and also just like the struggles she's faced with etc and also how she met kirito and all that so like it was already an established novel they just i guess never adapted it and now they're just putting it into a movie but i'm kind of glad this is the movie because i don't know i i felt that season one part one was like the highlight of sword art it was like probably the best part of sword art online so kind of going back to that i'm actually excited for the movie no i think that was this movie's gonna get a lot of traction um because like i had forgotten about it until you just brought it up right now but everyone likes that current season even if you're a sword art hater as to where the series is now i think a lot more people are gonna watch it than than we realize i wouldn't be surprised if the movie comes to the u.s too and i think it would i think it would come to the u.s and get probably not as much I guess showtimes as the Demon Slayer movie, but I can see it doing pretty decently well just because I do think there is a pretty big Sword Art Online following. And also, like you said, I I think even the haters of Sword Art Online didn't really hate the show when it was season one, part one. And even if they said they hate the show, then there's something wrong with them. Because season one, part one is late. Yeah, it's... Season one, part one is the is the best, and I think it's time to uh, schedule ourselves a trip to the movie theaters when it if it comes out. Yeah, I'm kind of looking forward to it. This is the first time I've been looking forward to a sort of online uh, movie or show in quite a long time. So they could butcher it. I mean, just like the uh, the regular Magic High School, the the whole sister perspective of this current uh, season. For anyone who liked the first season and 
thought about watching the this season's perspective from the the sister side don't do it just keep the series as the normal series to yourself and just say like this is a great 12 episode series that i never have to watch anything else about is a sister a really liked character though she's okay i think it was more about the the main character i think he was the more interesting one the sister's interesting She's just more of like that, you know, the sister, com- it's more, it's like a sister complex show, right? So when the show is like a sister complex show, it's weird to then have a, a series about the sister. Because it's like a brother sister complex where they like, you know, you know how those types of anime go. But it just seems like you, it's just weird when you flip it around all of a sudden. I think the difference might be in... I don't know, you might have a different opinion on this, but kind of going back to, like, our guilty pleasure thing, but, like, Sword Art Online is, like, a borderline harm, to be honest. And most people, I think, like, their waifus from Sword Art Online is Asuna. So I feel like there's just no way that the show can be bad. Okay, the show can be bad. The movie can be bad, but there's no way people wouldn't enjoy it because there's so such a big Asuna fan base. Well, let's be real. If your waifus are someone not Asuna inserted online, they're probably underage, which is concerning enough. It's Leva. <laughs> Someone's promoting incest on this show. So, yeah, unless you are wholly on the wife, you're on the waifu train of um, Alice from Alakazation, who is not really a real character, but to each their own, I guess. Yeah, so that's that's why I think Sword Art Online is just gonna do well because Asuna is just such a likable character that telling the story from her perspective honestly might be better, to be quite frank. Um, so I don't know, maybe maybe it'll turn out like a flop, but I have I have high hopes for this. But the last time I had high hopes for Sword Art Online, I was just completely let down. So it's okay. Maybe this. I mean, I'm biased. I'm gonna like it regardless. You can hate it. You can have that. We can take two sides on it if it's bad. No, I will. I, I will support it no matter what. I really like season one, part one of Sword Art Online. Like I thought that that was kind of what got me hooked onto anime. So like seeing a, another iteration of season one, part one is like I'm all for it. I'm totally in this Sword Art Online bandwagon right now. But I don't know. I'll definitely go watch it in theaters if it if it's in theaters though. All right. Well, if it's in theaters, we're going. We'll leave it at that. Um, I know we're pushing past an hour now, so any other closing comments? One other, this is completely off topic, but one other show that I want to talk about is a show called Squid Game. Have you heard of it? It's on I Netflix. I have not, no. Nope. It's not an anime. It's a K-drama on, on Netflix, and it's been getting hella traction the last three days. I think it's been out only like three days. But it's like a psychological thriller and kind of a battle royale kind of like a hunger games oh, kind lovely. of um yeah it goes in that in that like it's not it's not based off a of manga it's not based off of anime or anything like that it's like it's a korean original story but it kind of falls in that that bucket where it's just like a survival game and it's pretty interesting but at the same time i've i've talked about a show a survival game on this podcast numerous time called alice in borderland I just can't help but to compare the two all the time. So if you ever get to watching it, let me know what you think. All right. I have a long list of things I need to watch. So let me add it in and we'll see if we can get to it. It's like in that top 10 list on Netflix, you know, where they always say like the top shows on Netflix. Yeah, I just watched the number one trending show over the weekend, which was clickbait. Oh, right, right. So like squid game was on that number or like on that list for like the number seven or eight spot when i when i started watching it so i mean a k drama or like a j drama reaching that point it's actually kind of a big deal i feel like i don't remember the last k drama that did that but it's like it's pretty common that a k drama does it because there's so many there's infinite k dramas on netflix but the last time a j drama did it was alice in borderland it just seems like the direct comparison that people are making Honestly, with all the uh, Asian representation going on these days, that's great. I mean, with uh, Shang-Chi, obviously, and then um, I just watched... I mean, maybe this is enough for another episode, but I've been watching, you know, all the all the heavy Asian movies like 
Parasite. Uh, I just watched the the Korean American movie that won the movie of the year. Yeah, I don't remember the name of that one, but I, I there is a lot of like Korean movies that are actually. Yeah, Je- I just know it's played by Jeffrey uh, Yoon. Anyways, <laughs> I'm going on a tangent here. I just thought it was interesting because it feels like the show is not based off a of manga. It almost feels like a manga, to be honest with you, because it just has that like Battle Royale vibes. And I've, I've already talked about Battle Royale, too. But yeah, very interesting show. People might or might not like it. It is a bit dark. It is a bit intense. So... If you haven't watched it yet, maybe watch a trailer. And if you don't like it, then turn it off and don't get nightmares. I am not taking responsibility for nightmares. Yeah, no one wants any nightmares out here. So happy endings only. Oh, and I want to correct myself. Minari, I remembered it it's by uh, Steven Yu. Anyways, that's not anime related, but I had to correct myself. So, All right, well, that'll do it for me today. I guess until next week. We have, I think, like two more episodes left in the season two of our podcast. Season three, obviously, will be kind of going hand in hand with fall 2021. And fall 2021 is is looking a bit promising because of all the sequels that are kind of coming out. I'm sure we're going to do like a little preview of fall 2021 eventually and what shows we anticipate to watch. What we can say is summer 2021 was a flop. We want to move past this season, get to the next season because... It can only go up from here. Indeed, that is true. And so, to the fall and winter. All right. Well, that wraps up this podcast, and we will see everyone next week. Peace out, Weeboos. Peace out.